So how do you create your dream business that creates generational wealth for you and your family and fulfills your true calling and purpose in life and do what you truly love and make the world a better place without feeling burnt out or sacrificing that special time with your family and friends? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answers. Hi, I'm Elena Dacus and I'm a founder and CEO of BossyHills.com. And every week I will bring you insights to answer that question. Hello, um, in today's episode, I want to answer top five business related questions that I'm getting from clients, from customers, and I'm going to delve into them today and also give you a bit of an update on uh, the life. Uh, a lot's been happening over the last few months. We had um, amazing um, Skill Secret Summit that went so well. Hope you attended it. And there were so many learnings to unpack from that which I will do a separate episode on. Um, and of course, if you don't know, last Wednesday I had um, surgery on my Achilles tendon. Um, it was a really funny story, actually. Um, the, what happened was I, I was at the gym. You know what it's like. I was feeling really good. I'm like, wow, this is going so well. I had such a great training session. Uh, first with my personal trainer and then by myself. And then I'm like feeling just really energized, feeling amazing. And then I was kicking a boxing bag, right? And I was kicking it so hard that on the way back, I hit a stationary bike and basically ruptured my Achilles tendon. Oh, and I mean, what happened was then when it happened, um, I went to A&E in London, one of the really good hospitals, Chelsea and Westminster. And you know, she looks at me and she said, you know what, you look fine, you can walk, go back home, you're young, you're absolutely going to be fine. So three and a half weeks, I was walking around on this leg and then eventually got it checked out by my physio who said, girl, you need to go and see a surgeon immediately. So to cut the long story short, I was basically walking around on a ruptured Achilles tendon for three and a half weeks. So wow. So I guess one of my key lessons from that is just don't, you know, next time if something like that happens, and, and it's, I think it's especially relevant when we get a response from experts or from like authority figures like doctors, and they give us the answer that we want to hear, or we don't challenge them, challenge them. Like I did not really challenge that doctor in the, um, in A&E. And I just thought, oh, okay, well, if she says I'm fine, then I must be fine. And I was just happy and went home. What I actually shouldn't have done and said, well, why do you think that? I should have queried her, challenged her, and really got her to take some scans and be a little bit more educated, pro probed her a little bit, like why she made that decision uh, that she did. So that's definitely one of my key learnings from that experience. But also just now being in a cast, you know, I find that because I can't really move as much and I can't stand and it really affects, um, for example, the delivery of my speeches. I have to do a lot of presentations and talks and it really affects. And you, you, know, you know, we all know that energy creates energy, but it's just really highlighted to me during this period of time that one thing I'm definitely going to make sure I remember in the future that if I feel tired, if I feel like my voice is not being pronounced or I feel like emotionally down, it's just the reminder to move and just create energy by moving your body. So 
a bit of an update on what's been happening. Um, but really, in terms of questions, um, I want to delve into a few key questions I get so often from my clients, customers, and people I speak to. One of them being is really one, number one, I think, is that um, what people struggle with is this lack of clarity in their business. And sometimes it will show up a, in the way of inconsistent sales. So if you are someone and you really feel like you're not getting consistent sales, right? You maybe have one client, one sales, one sale of your course or your expert sessions, and then you have a gap and it's really inconsistent. There's no strategy your process for lead generation. You don't have a strategy for closing the discovery calls or getting people in the discovery calls. So there's a lot of, um, there's a, just a lot of inconsistency. And especially if you are perhaps you're already earning money from your business, but you really want to get to that five figure monthly income, this is going to be really relevant for you. What I find that it's for most people, one of the key thing that's really stopping their progress and it's relevant for all businesses. So this is not just for, you know, female entrepreneurs in early phases. This is also for, even if you're more mature um, at all stages, this part of analysis about what your niche is, this part of analysis I'm going to take you through is going to be relevant for everyone. And uh, lacking clarity in this area is just really shows up for everyone and everyone needs to do this work. So the reason why people find difficult um, to clarify who their ideal client is, the reason why people find difficult to clarify who their ideal avatar is, is really because the way you've been taught to look at it. What people kind of teach, right, was the common practice of teaching this is to say, right, well, you know, think about demographics, think about gender, think about the area of life, and then think about pain points, desires, and really delve into that ideal client avatar. But what it's it what's, I think people really find it extremely difficult to get to that stage because you think, well... There's so many people I can help to, you know, I can also help men, I can also help women, I can also help businesses. So people really struggle with that. So the way I want you to think about it is in a different way. I want you to look at it backwards, flip the whole model um, on its own, which is part of my coaching practice and how I work with my clients. In the first pillar, we get to the clarity. And the way you would do this is you would first look at about, look in your offer. So we start from looking at your offer. What does your offer looks like? What is that process that you're going to take your clients through? So we really delve into that and get crystal clear on each steps and what that process looks like, right? So we do that. And then you look, well, and then what are the big promise that you give people? What is the result that they're going to achieve? Because remember, People only buy results, right? People only buy outcomes. People not buying your program. People don't want your membership. People don't want your course. What people do want is solution to problems and they want a tangible result, one result. And really that result needs to be connected to either health, wealth, or relationship. That's what people will pay money for. So for all of the businesses out there, they're solving a particular problem in one of those areas. So it could be dating issues. It could be relationship problems. It could be health, weight concerns. And of course, it will be wealth-related outcome. So you see, you start with that. So think about in your business, what is the result? What is the problem you're solving for your customers? So that's number one. But also, what is the result that 
What is the big promise? What is the people going to get at the end of the working process with you? At the end of your program, at the end of your coaching, at the end of your consulting, what is that end point B looks like? And we're calling it point B, right? So this is super crystal clear on that. And then what happens next, the next steps, once you have clarity on that, you know your offer, you can now work backwards to point A. So really what now we're doing is we are looking at at what stage, what scenario does the person, does your ideal client need to be? If they went through your offer, if they went through your program, and then they got to point B, the outcome, the big promise, where do they need to start from? What scenario does that look like? And I think once you get clarity on that, that becomes your ideal client avatar. You see how now you can be so, so crystal clear in your business. And for most of my clients, actually, when we do this work, it really is transformational. Because this is for the first time, they really do the ideal client avatar in the depth of the analysis, in the depth of the research, and get really clear on that scenario where the person's finding themselves, what that looks like, who they are, what kind of business they now have, and then we can do the analysis, we can do that research a lot more fuller, a lot more complete, and you're now even able to recognize those people either on Facebook or Instagram. You really see your tribe now, you see? You really understand them better. And that becomes a real simplification for the rest of your business. It becomes such a powerful thing to really simplify and clarify your business. And with my clients, we spend a lot of time. So with my clients, I take them through detailed questions and proven methodology, how to reach this conclusion that we go really deep into it, that they come out with real clarity for the first time. And this has become super powerful. The reason why it becomes powerful, first of all, you, you imagine you're so clear now, point A, point B, you also have a lot more confidence in your results and in your program. So what people are now getting is that everyone who comes in in scenario A, well, they're definitely going to get the result in point B because it's just how it works. You're going to get there. It's a proven method. So the clients also, you, you're going to get better results from your clients because most programs out there, you know, you're going to have a, a program, maybe a couple of people successful, few people are really, you know, get really great results. The rest gets either no results or mediocre results. But actually this way, you are able to replicate your method. You are able to replicate the results for people over and over and over again which becomes so, so beautiful because of course you get great testimonials, great reviews. You're becoming a lot more confident in your ability to deliver this because that's another thing, isn't it? How many of you, when you start working with a client, you think, well, I'm not sure I can help them or I'm not sure, you know, you're questioning your ability to actually deliver the big promise. Um, which is really healthy. And I love that because it means that you are, you are being integral to what you're trying to do. But you see, this process is going to give you that certainty. It's going to give you that confidence because you know it works. The person will be able to see that this works because they're like, oh, okay, I get to how I'm going to get to point B. I can see how you work. I can see the process. And it also helps to clarify your messaging. You see, from this clarity, now you can talk with confidence about your systems, your process, how you do your work, 
um, your, you know, your transformation, your client results, and everything in your business becomes simpler. You can now attract your point A. You can talk confidently about to them about the journey that they're gonna uh, go uh, along with during your this process and what that point B is gonna look like. And your whole sales and marketing process is really gonna be all around these key points. And also, it's going to be a lot easier for you to understand your ideal client's pain points and desires because what they desire is point B, right? What their pain points is where they're finding themselves right now. And I think it's important um, to really understand those pain points because the pain points effectively is the problem you're solving. That's the reason for people to take action. And um, I want to spend, you know, it's, it is important to understand. And I think it's important to understand if you also want to sell with integrity, if you want, which is all I teach, which is all I believe. I really believe that sales is service and it's really, it's all about providing huge value to people and meeting them where they are and meeting them with genuine curiosity, genuine authenticity and genuine desire to support and help them. And when we meet people where they are, we understand how they're feeling, you know? Um, and I know if you ever feel like, I feel like we all in this society, ultimately, at the end of the day, we want to be seen, we want to be heard, we want to be understood, right? For most, you know, women I work with, and I'm sure you feel the same, you know, the reality is you have the drive, the desire, but you don't necessarily feel understood, right? Don't, don't feel understood by your family, your friends, not supported, and it, it is a really tough place to be. So when you meet someone who really sees you, right, really sees your desire, sees who you are, sees what your values are and what you're experiencing, it becomes a really beautiful place. So because for people, remember, for them to take action, to do something different that they haven't done before, they need to be at the stage where they're enough is enough right? Enough is enough. I am not, I'm, I'm fed up of not making any money. I'm fed up of being my business stagnating. I'm fed up of this roller coaster ride in my business. I'm fed up of being negative. I need somebody else's support. I need to make a change. I'm going to ask for change. I'm going to get coached. I'm going to get mentorship and I'm going to do something different. So that's the point where people actually make a decision. And that's where you find in your customer at the point where they're saying, well, if I don't do anything about it, well, nothing's going to be different, right? I'm going to find myself a year down the line, year older, where all my Facebook friends and all the people who are less smart than me and definitely less qualified than me are way, you know, achieved way more success than I have. And I'm still in the same place. So really helping people understand that if they don't do anything about it, their pain will stay the same. If they don't do anything about it, their life will not change. And this is why they came to the point A and in that point A, something's gonna, they're gonna do something different. And one of the things that they're gonna do something different is by working with you and getting support from you, taking them through that bridge, the program that you have available and taking them to point B where they desire to be. You see how it works so beautifully. And it really also helps with sales and marketing because one of the other questions I get so often is, well, I just don't like sales. Like I find the whole marketing and talking about myself just utterly distasteful, utterly um, just gives me a really bad feeling. I don't like it. I don't want to do it. And I think the reason why, and I really want you to reframe that, 
is um, I think the reason for that is, first of all, there's lack of clarity in your business. So you're not clear on that point A, point B in your program, and you don't have that certainty and confidence of delivery of results, right? So that's undermining your ability to actually talk about this. So that's number one. Number two is the way the sales are taught in a kind of traditional environment. It's just really, you know, it could be manipulative. It's kind of script-based, and it's really not pleasant. And I think I've recently actually been on the discovery call with one really big name in the coaching industry. And um, it was just it was just really unpleasant experience. I wanted to go through his funnel. I wanted to see how it works. And, you know, always fascinating uh, by that stuff. And it, it was it just reminded me that this is how sales are taught traditionally. Um, you know, sales are not come from a place of service. They're really script-based. They're really kind of trying to find your pain points, but not pain points where you feel seen, but pain points and point of manipulation, twisting the knife into it and asking kind of like intrusive questions about your life before you even build a relationship or rapport with that individual. And, um, you know, the whole, it was just, it was just unpleasant. Like it was unpleasant um, interaction. And I truly believe that what, Uh, The whole idea of this business, and I I think, you know, this is what I teach, this is what I believe, and this is what I encourage you, invite you to think about, is this business is a long-term game, right? You want to create this business that's going to last for years, that you're going to be so proud of, that you're going to be respected, that you're going to have a loving community of tribe people that really support what you do, want to work with you at any stage and support every new launch and every new product you uh, put out there. And a way to do that is for people who ever interact with you and your brand, that they always have a super positive experience, right? That it's always, you know, it's always full of integrity. It's always based on generosity that actually, even from discovery calls, like people who know them, who get some discovery calls with me, with me they know they're going to get a lot of value. They're going to get basically, um, you know, real transformation within just a discovery call. But that's really important. I truly believe believe that every interaction of your clients with you should be positive. Whether they see on social media or anywhere they interact, there is no, it's always a beautiful, positive experience, uplifting. They're becoming a better version of themselves because ultimately that's what we want. It's not just the program. It's not just the course, right? Underneath it all, the second thing that's happening is your client is becoming a better version of themselves. They're striving for something better, for something higher, for something more abundant, for something a better version of themselves and you are the catalyst to help them achieve that so even your sales presentation discovery calls is really a mini transformation a pleasant beautiful experience and when you approach it that way and this is all with the methodology that i teach is that it really becomes a positive experience not just for your client but also for you right you actually enjoy it you find it fun and beautiful to talk about your program because you know you know again you've got clarity you know who you're helping you know how it works and you know the type of results people can get and you know that without your support people are just not going to get those results or it's going to take them so much longer or it's going to take them such a convoluted way to get there that some will get there of course but some won't And then you have that level of certainty and service to say, well, I have these tools available to me that I can give to others. And 
it's not about me, it's about them. And it is my duty and oblig- my obligation to support people, to tell people about it, to shout from the rooftops about it, because I know it works. So you see how now it's actually, it, sales is just, it's just about talking about your business. It's just talking about your process. It's just telling the person and telling them, this is for A and this, this is how you feel, it's for you. And I know, I get it. For a lot of my clients, it will be, you, you, you know the pain points of the point A person, your ideal client avatar, because you've been there yourself, right? You've experienced it before. Therefore, you can really talk about your own personal journey and your own personal story as a way to help them feel understood and saying, I've been in the depression. I've been in debt and got out of it. I know how it feels when you don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. I know I've been there. But then let me tell you, this is the journey I went through and this is the learnings I've had and this is the heart and soul I've put into my program. And this is where I am on the other side of that. And look at all the customers that I've helped. And then it becomes a lot easier conversation. So really, it does because, so it's forgetting those uh, sales techniques that you might have seen before, the ones that leave you icky with a bad taste of the mouth. Um, it, it's This is not the point. And I think it's important because... Uh, some of those tactics ta- ta- tactics can work in short term. Of course, they can work. And there's plenty of mo- people making a lot of money from it. But it's not going to give that level of satisfaction from your business, which is ultimately uh, where I know you want to end up. And so and it also helps to keep things simple. That's another thing is keeping things simple in your business, streamlined and focused is just such a such a powerful thing. Another question I also get is um, people finding, you know, they're saying, well, struggling to grow their audience, right? And I think this is it. So what happens is when you get that clarity that we've discussed, when you know who you're serving, that point A, and you know what results you give, you can now focus your efforts of audience growing growing, um, strategy, but you know who you're attracting, because I see a lot of people, and of course, uh, with my you know M and A practice, you can see a lot of people. They might be influencers, but you'll be shocked uh, the amount of money they make. And even if they say they make it, if you open their books, the picture looks very different. Because there's no in a way, I'd rather you have only ten followers, but they are real buyers and they're willing to buy from you, than twenty thousand followers that are bots. And people who can't even afford your service. You see, pointless, right? A vanity metrics at its best because they're not really going to result in people um, being able to work with you. And that's the focus because in a, in a way, it doesn't matter where you are, as long as you get the clarity on your program and what you're doing and what the whole underpinning of your business is, then the audience, grow, grow, audience growth becomes um, really focused, really targeted, because you're really focused on the buyers. You're really focused on people who you can help. And using other people's uh, virtual stages is amazing. So connecting with other people who will serve the same clients, building relationship with them either through summits or podcasts or Facebook groups or memberships is amazing. 
And one of the things I always do with my clients is really crafting your own presentation that you can comfortably talk to and add a huge amount of value that people, by the end of that talk that you deliver, they're really blown away. I do this a lot with many membership groups, with Facebooks, and give huge everything, give huge amount of value because I really want people to go away and, uh, and really say, well, I, I can see how this can work for me. And I actually want them to try this out. So I want them to use what I teach. I want to get them to make some changes in their business and get quick wins. And I encourage you to do the same. Because what happens is when people got quick wins, they get results. They can see that this actually works. It makes their life simpler. It gives them clarity in their business. And it really energizes them and also brings clients to the door. Then they're like, well, I know this works. So of course I'm going to work with Elena. Of course I'm going to work with you. Because... I can see, I can, I've experimented already and the stuff works. And I know if I work with you deeper, you will get a different type of results. So that's another way to think about. And also, if you also, um, I see a lot of questions I also get is, um, I feel like I've got all the knowledge, but no, no many things are really uh, seems to be clicking or happening. And I see a lot of people, you know, they're t reading all the books, they're taking all the courses, they're taking all the free challenges, but they're actually not implementing. And that's normal. That's okay. Um, there's no judgment to what I say. You know, that's absolutely normal because you have to immerse yourself into the understanding of it first. But the next step, which is a lot of times a ch more challenging, a deeper step, because even if you've done a course, a self-study course, so you've done a challenge, like you understood something conceptually, but it's a very different to actually implement it, right? You might know what a sales funnel is, but actually then implementing your business, getting clarity is something a little bit different. And I encourage you to... Really focus on what's really what your one goal is right now. What is that one goal, and what can you do to implement it? And really focus on implementation. Maybe stop reading books for a while and really focus on doing stuff. And of course, in in my coaching practice, when I work with clients, what I do is not theory based. We maybe delve into understanding, but a lot of it will focus on actually implementing stuff, actually implementing. You know, in the second pillar, when we talk about sales, it's actually implementing all the webinars. So you're able to present from stage at any point. It's implemented. What do you write in emails? What do you write in your social posts? How do you present your offer? Uh, how do you set up a sales funnel so that you have it actually implemented and it's working and ready running in your business? Because that's the first step. You have to have it implemented. I know some other, you know, training courses, they maybe tell you what to do, but my focus is, is really to get you doing stuff, to get this stuff running. And then it's about testing, right? It was really important once you have something working, that testing, looking at the data, seeing what works, what doesn't, seeing what works, what lands with your audience, reviewing it and then modifying it and testing it again. So, but it's all, all in the implementation. So that's uh, implementation. And then another, uh, a lot of questions I get and I see a lot of people, for example, they really want to start a membership. Or, and um, they ask me, Elena, well, when should I start a membership? I love the idea of recurring income. I love the idea of um, 
really getting kind of this recurrent income and I can see other memberships and they, you know, they're not doing a great job at it, which is, you're right. You know, there's so many poorly run memberships out there. I can name a few. Um, but, and it certainly is valid. Um, but it's really thinking about, you know, the standards, you need to be thinking, well, what's going to be the conversion on your audience? So really for memberships to work, how many members do you want to be there? What's the pricing of it? So, um, if it's, I don't know, if it's 50, $50 or 50 pounds a month, and what's going to be the amount of income, uh, how many members do you need to have in there? Um, to make it kind of exciting for you. Yeah, if you're going to have 10 members in your membership, is that going to be exciting? It might be, and that's cool. You know, you might. this is maybe exactly the type of close-knit unit you want to have. But if actually what's really exciting is something like a 1,000 members or 100 members at least, you need to then look and think, well, how big does my audience, my nurtured, my tribe needs to be in order to be able to convert um, 100 members. And, you, you know, you're looking at, if, let's say, if the worst case scenario, kind of a standard uh, industry-wide conversion is something like 3 to 6% of your email list, for example, um, then you can work backwards and say, well, how big does my email list to be before I can launch this? So it's all about conversion. The same thing with... Um, um, Sorry, my bottle of water has just fallen down. The same thing with um, online courses. So the same thing is the size of your email list. Um, work back. Um, how many courses do you want to sell? What kind of income is exciting? And um, how, you know, if you look at standard, you know, conversion of the, you're probably going to get better conversion than 5%. But if it was just 5% and everything was terrible, uh, how big does your email list needs to be in order for you to be able to launch that? So very simple metrics and nothing complicated about it, but you can see the focus needs to be on growing your email list as always. Growing your email list and just nurturing them. Um, in a way that's kind of fulfilling, that's valuable. And what I always recommend is get people on the email list, then send them um, definitely a lot of value, uh, especially in the video format, if, especially if you're an expert and they will see interactions with you a lot. Video format works great because it really helps people see how you work, how you talk, how you teach, how you speak. So they're like, oh, okay, I'm vibing with that. That's kind of like, I really enjoy that. Because vibe and your energy is really important. Um, we all know that there might be many coaches that are out there or many consultants or companies. But if you don't like the founder, if you don't like or you just, you you know, you don't kind of gel and you don't like the vibe of the founder, you will never work with them, right? You will never work with them. People need to like who they work with. They need to, you know, know, like and trust factor. But it's so true, right? Um, you know, I recently again had this um, coach and I know what he teaches is actually cool and it's really good stuff, but I just don't like the company, don't like the vibe, don't like the uh, ethics and values behind them. Like, I don't like the guy, right? And if you don't like that, it means you don't trust them. You're not going to pay them money, especially if it's high ticket. Because remember, uh, for people to... For people to buy, um, and that's another thing that uh, is really powerful to understand, for people to buy, uh, they need to believe three things, right? They need to trust you, 
right? They need to trust you and they believe you. And trust is really uh, built by being consistent, by showing up, sharing who you are, what you believe in, what your values are, your stories. Um, that's key. And then if they also, if they believe, if they trust you, they can see how your program works, right? So they can see and they believe that program works and they get that belief and clarity by you being clear on your point A, point B, the program you have, the results you deliver in testimonials. If they can believe that and that's the results that they truly want, then the only third thing that they need to believe is it's going to work for them right? Because if they trust you, they can see how the program works, they get it, it's clear, it's transparent, they understand it, then they believe that it's going to work for them, then they're going to buy, right? Think about yourself. If you like someone, you trust them, you can see, you understand their process, you understand how they deliver the results, you, 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 it logically makes sense to you. You feel like, okay, this is really aligned. Like I really like to work this and I can see the results that they get and I can see how following the process they teach, I'm going to get to those results to the point B. Um, and then I can see that it's going to work for me. I can see other people who've achieved it and I can see that actually I can, I can do this. I can do this. Uh, and then the, you, they will buy, you know, that's a logical sequence of events. If they have those three beliefs, they buy, but if they don't trust you, they don't like you, they don't like your vibe, they will never buy. So that's why really sharing who you are, what you believe in, what your values are, what you stand for, and what you don't stand for is really, really important. Um, because you're going to attract people who kind of like connect with you and really want to work with you because especially coaching, consultant, and expert type of business, especially I find with my clients, like it can be really, you know, it's a space, it's a really safe space where there's, you know, you can really be open, transparent and can share your fears, your desires in a way that you probably even won't share with people who are the closest to you. I know that certainly is the case for me and I know it's certainly is the case for my clients who feel like actually no one truly gets them, no one truly supports them and the coaching space, um, you know, with me becomes that safe space where they can be themselves and we can work and be ambitious and big, create big exciting goals and really work on the plan getting them and I would really encourage you to do as well, share your life. Um, share your stories, share what you believe in, because your stories do matter, your values do matter, and people really need to hear it, especially if your story is re relates to your business and things that you had to overcome and things that you've learned and things that inspires you and excites you uh, now doing what you do right now and um, helping others. So it's so, so powerful. But those are the key three things that people need to believe, need to understand in order to do this. And it kind of leaves us in the last part. And this is the question I also always get is, um, how, you know, my, this is how my process and what I believe in is different. That you will hear a lot of um, teachings out there. They say, uh, for sales and marketing, tell people w what they need and why they need it, but don't tell how, right? Don't tell what you gonna, how they're gonna get there. Just creates a lot of desire. And you can see, you probably see, you know, we all get in this webinar presentations where they talk about what it is, what their program is about, and the results, they talk about why it's important, um, then they show maybe a lot of testimonials and feedback and they create that desire, but they don't actually share 
to the satisfaction level of detail how it happens, how they deliver it, what they do. Because the idea behind this uh, teachings is it's going to leave people curious. It leaves this gap that people then, uh, this is what the people pay in your program. This is only for my paying clients that they get the how. Well, what I find, and you probably, if you really reflect on that, I'm sure it's probably the same for you. When you hear that type of messaging, think about how it leaves you. It leaves people, especially people who are high-ticket clients who are used to paying, you know, five, ten thousand um, for the services. They, you know, leaves them really unsatisfied. It leaves them thinking, well, okay, I can see. I know you're talking about the results, but so is everyone else talking about the same results. Um, okay, I can see that perhaps you were successful with it yourself, uh, but then. If a person to invest, they almost have to be like trusting, just have a lot of trust in you and just kind of be like, okay, fine, I'm just going to give you 10,000 and I just trust that on the other side, the magic will happen. But actually for a lot of, especially logical, savvy, high ticket buyers who have, you know, high powered um, background in the past, who've tried many things before, it really leaves them unsatisfied and also leaves your credibility a little bit in question. They're like, well, I'm, I don't know whether you know your stuff. Yeah, because if you don't tell me how, how, you know, what if I I sign up, I pay you the money and what you deliver is actually rubbish or stuff that I already have tried and know and I know it doesn't work. So I think another way of thinking about this, if you talk, you know, point A, you talk about point B and then describe your process, tell, explain people how you do your stuff. What are the key pillars in your program? How are they going to reach the outcome of point B? Um it really makes it really transparent and focus on outcomes. So for example, um, people not necessarily interested in features and the fact that they're going to get this workbook or that they're going to get, you know, a weekly session on Zooms. They're more interested in around the outcomes. So for example, in the way, I'll give you an example, in my coaching practice, I have a, a powerhouse CEO program but it's really for coaches and consultants who are already earning money from their business. So not brand new coaches that make no money yet. So this is someone who's already sold their programs, high ticket programs, and they want to scale to five figure consistent sales monthly. So that's what they want. That's their point B. Their point A is they're already established. They have real expertise. They have real experience. And the process, the bridge, the program is a it's a five step program, where first we get we we've talked about we crystallize their business model, we get radical clarity around what's their offer, how is their offer structured, what's the container for their offer, is it a, you know what's best, how's best to structure in a way that's going to give your their clients best results. We get real radical clarity around point B and outcomes outcomes that people get in a way that any can understand it needs to be super simple five words that your grandmother can get what do you do and then get real crystal crystal radical clear on point a so we crystallize that program we crystallize the pricing the offering the, all of the business foundations first so by the end of that first pillar they know exactly what they're doing they know exactly how they providing the results who they're working with and what method we're also structuring their program 
So the second step is really crystallizing that offer, right? So that offer, what are the key stages, how they're going to deliver, we get into the technical bits, any systems issues, everything gets resolved there. So really by the end of it, they know exactly what they're going to do with clients, how they're going to work with them, in what format and what are the modules and how they'll deliver their program and also how they communicate, how they talk about their program, how they explain the value, how they explain and message around it. So that's uh, section number two. And section number three, as I said, we set up all the sales processes in the business. By the end of that pillar, people can confidently talk in the left at the party about their business, what they do, who they attract. They can write social media posts. They know exactly what they're going to be writing. We focus on the belief shifting posts. Uh, offer posts, they can present webinars, they have webinar presentations, they've got presentations from stage. So in any shape or form, they can talk about their business comfortably and convert and discovery calls. They also have sales funnels implemented. So that's a sales pillar. So they have that working in their business. Then the next stage is the lead generation. So it's all about how to bring the traffic into their business. And this is by the end of that pillar, you know, we focus there on the key strength of the, each client. So really thinking about what is that you love? What feels joy? What's been working in the past? And, you know, if I gave you a billion US dollars, what would you do with your time? Um, my goal there is really find your zone of genius, your strength, what's going to work for you, because that means you can be super consistent with it and you're going to tap into your zone of genius, something that's already your key strength. And that's going to be your key traffic lead generation process. For a lot of people, it's be writing blog posts and writing long Facebook posts. For some people, it's podcasts. For some people, it's YouTube. For some people, it's other people's stages. And a combination of them always is good. Because remember, the people that you're interacting on Instagram is one bunch. They're gonna, you're going to get different people on Facebook. You're going to get different people on LinkedIn. So tapping into different ways of driving organic traffic into your business. When you have complete clarity around your offer, what the results you give, what the clients you serve, it just becomes extremely, extremely powerful. And this is how you get one or two high ticket clients come to your business every single week. So do the math on that, right? Consistent one or two clients, they're able to sign up because of this process. And of course, the last bit, we work on the mindset because a really mindset is important. Um, I talk a lot about mindset. Mindset practices are part of my life. I truly believe in it. And um, in order to achieve the powerhouse CEO outcomes in order to achieve and step into the powerhouse CEO reality, you have to have powerhouse CEO identity, right? This is the big shift that happens. This is the big shift that happens at the end of the program. This is the big shift that happens with all the people when they're really stepping into this new identity. I'm not just, this is not a side hustle. This is not just odd clients. This is a multi-million dollar business. I am the powerhouse CEO. This is the reality they step into it. And I give them practices to do that. We work on their limiting beliefs and blocks. For some people, it's working with hypnotherapy. Therapy. Uh, hypnotherapy is extremely powerful. I truly believe in it. And um, it had transformational uh, impact on my life. Um, it gives very rapid results very quickly. So I know a lot of you know my journey. You know, I've been, you know, I was born, of course, in Siberia with so many limiting beliefs. I mean, 
just everything. Um, I was never been told that uh, everything's possible. It was just not like that. You know, communism time in Siberia was um, was a tough place to grow up. Um, and I truly believe that mindset practices, you know, they were life-changing for me. And this is what we focus on because it's all about stepping into different reality, seeing a different life for yourself, seeing and operating at a different level with a different level of boldness, courage and confidence. And um, we work so long with uh, so much with my clients that, but now you can see with this process, like you are going to get the results at point B because you know exactly how it's going to work and you're able to see it. You visualize, you're like, okay, well, if I had all of that happened in my business, of course, I'm going to get to point B. And the same thing for you. People need to understand your process. They need to see the path and they need to understand how you do what you do because it gives them confidence it gives them clarity it gives them real level of satisfaction and this is why they'll be reaching out and they'll be inquiring they'll want to have a chat but they're already pre-sold they kind of get you they know you and they really want to work with you so i'm sending you lots of love i'm sending you best wishes um i see you i hear you and um if you found this useful leave us a podcast review it's incredibly helpful it gets the algorithm of podcast working and um You'll get a present and a surprise present for me, for everyone who submits a review, and it really means the world. So share this episode with someone who you think will benefit from it. Share it on your stories and uh, leave us a podcast review. And I'd love to reach out and leave you a surprise present as a thank you for that. So as always, sending you so much love. I'm supporting you. I'm here with you. What you're doing matters. What you're doing is important. People need to hear your message. People need, need what you've got to deliver. And because you have that drive for a reason. Speak soon.